Welcome back, everybody. It's us, and we're back. I thought you were going to do the welcome back from hell again. (laughs) Well, no hell this time, I don't think. Although, I guess every day is a little bit like hell around here, huh? (laughs) Uh, Either way, it kind of sounds like you're, you're the dad that waited up for the teenager who was out too late and teenagers trying to sneak in (laughs) and um, you know, you just turn the light switch on and you go, well, 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 (laughs) look what the cat dragged in. Caught you little stinkers red handed (laughs) tuning in again. Yep. Trying to, trying to sneaky sneak your way into the house. It's not going to work. Uh uh-uh. uh. Now you're grounded for a week. Uh no soup. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no soup all week. I almost went you into do anything my else you'd like, just no soup for the rest of the week. <laughs> I almost went into my Borati voice and said, by minestrone. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, mindstrone soup. <laughs> Brody calling it mind strone. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like perfect for Italian Barati to say minestrone. But just it's even say better mind strone. <laughs> so much better. Mind strone. Mind equals strone. Like if you agree. <laughs> Oh, I love mind strone soup. That's the funniest thing to me. I, I do love it. You gotta love it. Uh, you gotta love it. Y- you simply must. Yeah, you simply must. There, you love to see it, actually. <laughs> love to see it, love to slurp it, mind strone soup. <laughs> who says Donald Draper is the only one who can come up with taglines? <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> We should start our own line of minestrone now and call it Mind Strone Soup because I think we could like, we could go places with that tagline, like no doubt in my mind. Yeah, it's a simple two-step process. Love to see it, love to slurp it. <laughs> mind Strone Soup. <laughs> it's gonna take America by storm. <laughs> They're the great soup kings. Yeah, that would be us. Kings of soup, they would call us. And then, when America gets into a little too much trouble, we can withhold the soup. No soup for a week. <laughs> uh, I want Utz to make soup now. <laughs> Utz soup. <laughs> Utz the crab chip soup. A taste of New England. This is a good idea. Utz, I know I know you're Utz chowder. <laughs> I know you're listening, little Utz girl. Please pass this along. Yes. Always. So we have a we have a pretty big and, uh, show to 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 do today. We have have a lot of stuff yeah. to cover before we even get to our randomizer. Um first off, y'all really pulled through. Let's get into the listener lagoon. Yeah, man. Is the listener lagoon, man? 
I'm definitely feeling the spirit of Ja right now. Yeah. As I'm in I'm the living room. I'm feeling particularly iry. Oh, yeah. Particularly iry. Iry, Yuri. We all scream for iry. That's something did I you always ever say. Re- did you ever have a, a, a reggae phase? <laughs> I can't say that I have. No. <laughs> no. I no. never went like full reggae, but there was there was a couple of reggae songs I liked at one point. I definitely like, you only you only got one one cornrow braid in your hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like okay, this <laughs> section of the hair that's for the cornrows. No, it was just a singular one, right? Just on the side of your head. Yeah, of course. With yeah, the, it was only like the beads. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. With they're like. Uh, tie-dyed beads too of course yeah or should i say yeah but since it was since i didn't go full reggae i was only like one-fourth irie <laughs> that so. face when you're not fully irie <laughs> i liked uh the, i liked a song by eka mouse i remember wow he's a reggae guy i liked maybe he- uh, maybe eka mouse is swinging maybe he's swimming with us here in the lagoon well, all I have to say is Eka Mouse is what my old old lady says whenever there's a rodent in the house. <laughs> Thank you, I'll be here all week. <laughs> so we got some questions, huh? We're popping off big time on questions. Popping off huge time on questions. I mean people oh, people great. got those cues um and we're here to answer them. Hell yeah, baby! I love it. So we're gonna we're gonna start off with a softball question from Hobie. Okay. Hobie. Hobie. Okay. Yeah, Hobie asks, "What is the meaning of life?" Huh. Um, I guess it would probably be uh, getting to some soup because, you know, that's we've already established that that would be the worst possible thing to be grounded yeah. from. So that's yeah, what I think it's, about, it's all about getting that soup. It's all about getting that soup. <laughs> we slurping on soup. <laughs> love to see it. Love to slurp it. <laughs> Got to get to that soup. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I think that's a pretty, well, easy and answer. you know what? It's I think, definitely. I think that's, that's a very astute answer because we hear all the time gotta get, from scientists. Got to get that soup. That we come from a primordial soup, you know? Oh. So. Deep. Yeah. It it only makes sense that we are constantly in pursuit of soup. The pursuit of soupiness. (laughs) (laughs) The constant pursuit of soupiness. Exactly. Yeah. That's what humankind is all about. Yeah. Life, love, and the pursuit of soupiness. So, yeah. Gotta get that soup. Boom. Meaning of life. Gotta get that soup. (laughs) Next question comes from Andy. And Andy asks, who do you think will win the Super Bowl? Is this another question about soup? Yeah. Soup or bowels? Obviously... 
soup beats soup bowls is that what they meant to say no they 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 said very specifically bowels Uh, and i say soup wins every time oh easily yeah we're going soup yeah we're not getting we're not talking about our doo-doos in detail here no we're trying to do this again Trying to, you know, maybe a, hey, like a toilet cam, like <laughs> look, Andy may be a new listener. Let's let's cut him some slack okay. here. He may not have been around okay. when we he might we, not know when we popped off on all of those sickos and weirdos asking bathroom questions. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to know about our doo doos and details. Right. It got real sick real yeah. fast. But really, so I I apologize, Andy. You're right. I didn't think. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Um, th- I I still vote soup. Soup all the way. It doesn't matter what kind of soup. It could be lentil soup for all I care. It could be festival bean. It doesn't matter. Soup's yeah. gonna win every time. Yeah. Soup hands down. Soup spoons down. As I like to say. Oh. <laughs> I love to say that. Yeah. Soup. I've been saying Spoons that. You know, I know you've been saying that, but I've been saying it too. I think we've both been saying that. Yeah. We love to say that. Let's make it go viral. Yeah. Um, our next question comes from Maisie, and Maisie's question is, favorite flavor of LaCroix? I, don't, I haven't really had it, but I have been drinking a lot of uh, kombucha lately. Wow. So, yeah, I, I'm getting into kombuchios. Wow. That's very so, that's very uh, enlightened of you. Yeah, my my, my favorite kombucha that I've had is like an orange tea. Wow. That sounds orange tea flavor. It sounds yeah, delightful. I am a big LaCroix yeah, boy. Sure. So, I pop off on LaCroix at least once a day, love to slam back Ooh. an ice cold can of the the Lacroix, and um, you know, truthfully, my favorite flavors right now are passion fruit and apricot. So, yeah. Hmm. You say apricot, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, you don't say. You know. You okay. know, I'd like to see your your precious kombucha. Do the effervescent flavor of apricot quite as well as LaCroix. I I don't think it'll huh. do it. I'm not I'm gonna have to try it. Yeah. Try it out. Yeah. Maybe maybe ditch your kombucha for like two seconds. Yeah. Let you your think? let your probiotics like take a breather for a second. I ha- I haven't had my uh, daily kombucha yet, so I am well, due for some. More like your doofus son. <laughs> my doofus son. <laughs> my, <laughs> my doofus son brings me a kombucha C- every day. <laughs> my doofus son is like the new CBS uh, <laughs> comedy that's coming. From Chuck Lorre. <laughs> my doofus son. Starring John Cryer. Uh, Dad. Uh. <laughs> Was that was that a John Cryer impression? Uh, n- no, that was that was the that was the doofus son oh. to his dad. Uh, dad, son, how many times have I told you? 
And that's that's his famous catchphrase. How many times have I told you? <laughs> and the doofus son can't remember because he's too much of a doofus. Like he, the one thing his dad wants out of the son is to be able to keep track of how many times he has told him that. Yeah. But the son is such a doofus that he can't even like keep. You know, can't keep track of anything. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> And I'm sure that at some point in each episode, there's a uh, a person who says, "Hey, man, your son's a real doofus." And, oh, and absolutely! Then, and like and, that gets like that gets like the Kramer standing uh, uh, ovation. <laughs> yes, you know, anytime they put, <laughs> anytime they do that, line. just a full Woo! laugh break. Yes, like a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just stop down and let people applaud for about. 30 seconds <laughs> and like during the last episode the your son is a doofus line will get like a 10 minute <laughs> standing ovation uh, what if in the the series finale the son ends up graduating from yale like magna cum laude he, he's not a doofus anymore <laughs> and and the dean of the school said to it says to the father you know when he was a freshman man your son was a real doofus and then that gets the 10 minute applause break <laughs> <sighs> yeah that's that's actually exactly it. that's so that's so perfect for a cbs comedy <laughs> i can't wait to pitch it for pilot season <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll uh, go straight to their streaming service and no one will watch it. All right, our next question uh next question comes from Sage and she writes, "How do you handle being seriously lost in parentheses like on a road trip?" Ooh. It's an excellent question. Impossible situation for me question. because um I never get lost, and I don't need to ask for directions. Oh, yeah. Number one, never ask for directions. No. That's the number one rule for men. Rule number two? Never do it. Locate the atlas in your car. Chuck it out the freaking window. You don't need that. Yeah. No. You know where literally every single thing is. Yeah. You have to. And you, kn- if you know, if you're a real freaking man, you know every road, every highway, yep. every back road mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the continental United States. Absolutely. And you know the best way to get there, bar none. Yeah. So if it ever seems like we're lost, we aren't really. We're just checking out some other roads that you don't know about, but we do. Yeah, and guess what? It's called a vacation, so we're going to make it a scenic route, okay? <laughs> we're going to go sightseeing on the great open road of this fine country we call America. So, I, I don't know how to relate. I can't, I can't relate to this question. I'm sorry. I've never been lost on a trip. Yeah, sorry. Can't, I can't do it. I physically sorry. can't. Yeah. We're just not capable. We we were born this way. <laughs> we're literally on the right track, baby. 
<laughs> Always, because we never get lost. Right. <laughs> um, our next question comes from Carly. And Carly asks, should I have signed up for the stand-up class I just put a deposit on? Wow. Stand-up. Carly. Like a comedy, huh? Huh. Is this thing on? <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. That's my, oh, yeah. that's my impression I of, know. of doing stand-up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's pretty good. I've done I've done I've done some good. workshops on crowd work. Yeah? Yeah. I've I've joined them. I, I haven't led them. Um but you know, that's that's just like first day stuff You've that done they done them. You've done them. Yeah. <laughs> but I've never I've never taught any. Well, let me tell you yeah. something. I am a certified expert. Okay, I have been doing comedy for just about one and a half years, so I know all that there is to know. Okay, stand-up comedy for one and a half freaking years. That's solid experience. And if okay. I if I may, yeah. if I may, Carly, I want you to forget about that deposit, forget about that class, because you just won a full scholarship. Mm-hmm. To the comedy master class, taught by the master himself, Brian Anderson. You are cordially invited to attend comedy master class with Brian Anderson. <laughs> Such a prestigious award. It really is, and I gotta tell you something. Uh, it's the number one uh, class that there is. So, um, you, why don't you return your money to the other class, and now you just got a free scholarship. Scholarship. <laughs> scholarship. <laughs> got a f- too spooky. <laughs> I don't know if I want to take this class. <laughs> you got a free ride, okay? At the most prestigious comedy class that there is. So okay, I've I've seen it all. I've done it all. I've been doing Brian, this one and a half what, years. What is what is your first lesson? Well, let me tell you the uh, number one lesson is um, you always. Um, you have to always remember uh, always say something. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Always make sure that when you're up there, you say something. My God. Yeah. <sighs> Truly profound. Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen it all. I've done it all. One and a half years on this, uh, you know, on riding this, this trail. This crazy roller coaster we call stand-up comedy. Yeah. 
So been there, done that, you know? It shows. <laughs> I mean, yeah. wow. I, yeah. Please continue the master class because I, I'm learning right along with Carly right now. Okay. All right. Always say um, something when you're up on stage. Wow. Always. You, you should. You should. I would recommend that you do. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's number one. You should always say something. Um, other than that, I don't know, do you have any like questions for now? Cause I think that's a, a pretty big lesson. I got to digest, you know, so I got to digest this lesson. You know, I have to really reflect. I, I simply must meditate on these words. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, honestly taken a lot out of me. You know, usually teaching this class does because I just put my all into it. I can tell. Thank you. you. Thank you for your sacrifice. Oh, anytime. (laughs) Love to make sacrifices and, uh. (laughs) Oh, anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you. I'm I'm giving you an 07 for. Your sacrifice. Oh wow! Of emotional energy. Um, Thank we you. do have to keep moving though, because we have one more question. This question comes from Ashley, and she wonders, "What's the difference between concrete and cement?" I can. I think I can take the the lead on this one. Okay. So, concrete, uh, as we all know. Um, is a uh, derivative of uh, the Spanish language with con, oh. con, meaning with, and Crete, the island in the Mediterranean Sea. Um, literally means... Crete. Yeah, with Crete. So um, with concrete, you're saying that you literally stand with the island of Crete. On everything. The rock-solid island of Crete. Wow. Cement, on the other hand, everyone knows that's just rubber. You buy it at the store. It's called rubber cement. It makes you bounce all around like flubber. And it's a goopy, sticky substance that just doesn't compare to concrete. Because you're standing on solid ground when you're standing with concrete. Yeah. I never, I really, I never really thought about it that way. I have thought a lot about flubber, though, as we all do. Yeah, you know, in in those lonely so, midnight hours, we're thinking about flubber <laughs> and its many uses, yeah. and and just how unpredictable it can be, and how it could screw up a whole basketball game. Yeah. I never saw Flubber. I just remember the name. <laughs> Are you serious? But I always thought it was interesting. Yeah, I always thought it was interesting that uh, they based a, an entire movie on like what, like Nickelodeon Gak, more or less, right? Yeah. I don't know. Is that what it is? I don't even know. It's a little more bouncy than Gak, but yeah, same same sort of principles apply. Did, did Flubber come to life? Or it no, just it came to life. Oh, oh, oh okay, buddy, so it had a mind of its own. 
So Flubber was like a living being. Yeah. And it and it was also just truly a revolutionary substance created by mad scientist Robin Williams in his lab. Yeah. Wow. And he, it bounced. Yeah, it bounced. It made all sorts of weird squeaky noises. Um did it, it re- did it reproduce? No, not exactly. It, it don't make this like a sick Austin Powers thing. This isn't <laughs> this is a family movie. Okay, so this is before Austin Powers radicalized the entire country. Yes. Yes. It was a simpler time, a more okay. innocent time. A time when okay. gelatinous forms could bounce and have sassy personalities and just split off and become new things. And we didn't have to worry about reproduction and things being shagadelic. So I would, I would recommend sitting down and watching Flubber. It's, it's a wonderful movie. Yeah. Would you call it an all time classic? It's really, it's all time classic because it's not horny. That's why it's a classic. That's why, yeah, this is before yeah. those days. Anything before those days is an all-time yeah. classic. You're right. Before Austin Powers was unleashed on the American <laughs> public. And that's why I'm a libertarian now. Well, rightfully so. I'm not, I'm not really. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you've, you've said it. It's, it's out there. <laughs> You're a libertarian now. <clears throat> I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to go on a, a libertarian podcast now. Oh, boy. Just like I went on the uh, Republican podcast. I may have to cancel you again, so be careful. Should I? Yeah. Uh, maybe I should just be, like, preemptively canceled because I thought <laughs> about it. We'll see. I, I'm not going to make any, any call on that right now. <laughs> you, you don't think I should be canceled just for saying out loud, I'm a libertarian? <laughs> <laughs> I this this judgment is more personal than than anything. So I'm just going to sit in silent personal judgment on that. And then after after we're done recording, I'll say something like laissez-faire government ah, to myself, you know. And that'll be enough. That'll be enough for now. Um in the meantime, we have some things to talk about with Sir. <gasps> Speaking of Sir, let me tell you about Sir. Speaking of Sir, let me tell you about Sir. Sir. Speaking of Sir, we're going to talk about Sir. Sir. Speaking of Sir, oh yeah, let me tell you about Sir. All right, so um, this this Speaking of Sir item is um, kind of directed toward ulcers. Ulcers. <laughs> the, <laughs> the cheeseburger flu has spread. And as I understand it, you are just now recovering from the cheeseburger flu. Yes. I have had the cheeseburger flu. Um it's kind of sad to announce this, but cheeseburger flu doesn't really have a cure. Um, 
but it just kind of like, you know, it's like herpes. It's just something you carry with you for your entire life, but you have outbreaks. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So I'm prone to a cheeseburger flu outbreak at any time. Do the doctors know what what you can do to suppress the cheeseburger flu? Well, there is a, an IV drip where they feed... Um, like cheeseburgers that have been put through a blender. Wow. They they feed you that like through an IV um because you technically you have a cheeseburger deficiency at the time. Uh-huh. And why can't yeah. why can't you just eat so, a solid <clears throat> cheeseburger? Because of the cheeseburger levels in your body. Mm-hmm. Once you get cheeseburger flu, they just like fluctuate so much and they're so unpredictable. So sometimes the cheeseburger level can drop so low that just eating one is not enough. And they really got to pump you. They got to get that. IV I see. So the pump in those cheeseburgers. So the IV is, is like hundreds, if not thousands of cheeseburgers. Oh yeah. 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 They've been, um, blended up to very small pieces. Wow. You know. So you're getting like a thousand cc's of cheeseburger, and yeah. then and then oh, that's, least, that yeah. that balances yeah, yeah. you out. Yeah, that I mean that helps fight the um, the outbreak. So sometimes you got to stay on that cheeseburger drip for um, a few days. You know, once your cheeseburger levels can get stable. So once they're stable for a day or so, they can kind of get you off. You know, they're they're constantly measuring your cheeseburger levels this entire time. So it sounds very pricey. Or do they use dollar? Do they oh, use dollar yeah. menu cheeseburgers? <laughs> yeah, they do, and they do. I'll tell you, they they put a lot of ketchup and mustard in there. You know, so that it's more mm. like um, liquid and lubricated, so it can flow through the tubes easier. Wow, they've thought of everything. So they're. Yeah, so the ketchup and mustard ratio to other parts of a cheeseburger, um, definitely higher on the ketchup and mustard end. Wow. Illuminating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah, really so surprised. I'm... I if there's anything I can do to show my support or, you know, stand in solidarity with those suffering from cheeseburger flu, please let me know. I'd love to love to help. Yeah. I'm uh I'm thinking about getting a cheeseburger flu support group up mm-hmm. and going. Um, so just to meet, you know, so those of us know, those of us that are out there, um, you know, we can connect. For example, I would love to connect with Sir sure. and bond over the fact that we both had the cheeseburger flu. Now, is it true that you're also forming like an informal social group that gets together for drinks every once in a while you know, to go out on the town and you call yourselves the cheeseburger floozies. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, uh, those are some, you know, other members that have kind of joined in to the whole community. I'm trying to build. Um, I'm, I'm not specifically in the cheeseburger floozies. Um, but I do know of them and I know that, uh, they're going strong, you know, and, they're doing a lot to spread awareness. 
That's what we're doing most of all, spreading awareness mm-hmm. of the cheeseburger flu. Sounds like they're just out there so, having fun um, too, you know? Yeah. In, but, in spite exactly. of the disease, they're they're <clears throat> they're having a good time. <clears throat> yeah, you got to. You know, it's, it's going to be with you for the long haul. Because cheeseburger flu ain't going away, baby. So That's so true. You got to, yeah. Um, in other speaking of Sir news, apparently Sir's followers have a special concoction for warding off another disease, the coronavirus. Yes, they uh, they're drinking bleach now, <laughs> which now that I think about it, maybe that could help with cheeseburger flu as well. You know, this thing is called uh, it's like a special bleach mixture and it's supposed to cure not only the coronavirus but everything wow everything cancer diabetes really um yeah autism you don't cures say. them all oh, wow yeah. mm-hmm. i'm aghast how did we not know about this how 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 did how did Sir's followers keep this such a delicious secret for so long? I don't know, but it's kind of rude of them, especially when people like me and Sir himself are mm-hmm. suffering from the cheeseburger flu. We could have yeah. just been cured by drinking the bleach. I know, I know. That's uh, well. I, all I gotta ugh. say is I. All I got to say is I hope they're at least sharing the bleach secret with Sir. They're letting him take a sip, sip of the bleach. <laughs> just a sip, Please, sip of the know, clear stuff. The, yeah, just for the good of our freaking country, okay? Just for the good of our freaking country. We're all patriots, okay? We're all doing 07s. Yeah. All right? So just give the man some bleach. Let him have the concoction. Help cure him of the cheeseburger flu. That's all you got to do. Yeah, that's it. Please. (laughs) Please. I mean, I do have to go to the cheeseburger doctor soon, and I'm going to talk to them about this whole bleach thing. Well, good. Yeah, I think they'll they'll give you a resounding yes, and they'll say, this will cure what ails you. They're going to say, well, why didn't we think of this? <laughs> uh, they're Cranemer all of a sudden. <laughs> Go, <Yeah>. Jerry! Whoa! <laughs> whoa, whoa, Jerry! Uh, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Just it's like bleach. a standing ovation the entire time. <laughs> Jerry, just drink some bleach. <laughs> That's a 15 minute standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> just half the episode. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just a standing ovation. And he's doing like the head shake the entire time, all 15 minutes. <laughs> And every once in a while, it goes, whoa. <laughs> and it just gets louder and louder. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you say we get into the randomizer? Let's do it. Campaign to suppress bandits in southern China. Campaign to surprise bandits in southern China. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. You know what? For far too long, bandits have gotten a bad rap. Yeah. You know, good for China. And so you know what? what? China's been getting a bad rap. And, and I feel like I... Yeah, they, you're right. I'm looking at China in a whole new light now. They like they want to throw a nice surprise party for bandits. That's that's so admirable to me. Yeah. Like I I really appreciate them like caring about the bandits that much, you know? Yeah. They want to celebrate their bandits. They want to throw a bandit yeah. a nice birthday party. That's beautiful. Big surprise. It what, is. What do you think the cake would look like at the bandit surprise party? I think I think it would be it would be like the typical like burglar image. You know mm-hmm. what I mean where he's got like the striped shirt on yep. and the like the eye cover things. It it's funny you mentioned that because I was envisioning this party to be a masquerade. Because bandits already wear eye masks. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It would have to be. You can't do a surprise party for bandits and not have everybody else wear masks. You would make the bandit feel uncomfortable. I agree. Like, come on, you're already showing up in his house. Surprise! (laughs) You know, let him... Yeah. Let him feel more like he fits in with everybody else and everybody else can wear it. You know, their masquerade mask, too. Yeah. Uh, You're right. Like, I feel like a lot. I feel really great about China right now. This is a this is a whole new paradigm. And really, I, I mean, I can only imagine what the goodie bags would be like. You know, at most parties, you get like a little, I don't know what you call it, but like a little party favor. But yeah. at a bandit surprise party, you know it's going to be one of those giant bags with a huge dollar sign on the front. And it's going to be filled with freaking oh, yes. jewels and gems and gold coins, um Fabergé eggs, cash. Straight up cash. Some soup? might some might yes, yeah, some might have soup, some might have cats because there are such things as cat burglars yes. uh burglars are yeah, a type of bandit, bandit. Yeah. yeah right yeah yeah this is uh this is really uh f- inclusive stuff here china this is blowing my mind i'm i'm just i'm floored uh, no other country on this crazy marble that we call earth <laughs> Has even come close to thinking of something so progressive as throwing a freaking surprise party for bandits. It's great. Yeah. 
the bandit surprise. This is going to go down in history. I mean, our grandchildren will be reading about this in their history books, and they'll say, Grandpa, do you remember when China threw a big party for bandits? And, and I'll say, yes, I do remember. I talked about it on my wacky kooky radio show. And they'll say, what's that? And I'll say, you're too young. And that's where the conversation will end. Yeah. They'll always be too young. I do like the idea of like rebranding like a home invasion or a robbery as the bandit surprise. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Everybody loves a good rebrand. Yeah. Like like everyone gets on board for a good rebrand. So it could be like a new viral thing, right? Kids could be doing bandit surprise TikToks. Whoa. Breaking into people's houses. Yes. Yeah, just stealing their shit. The, doing the, the bandit, bandit surprise. Bandit surprise challenge. Yes. See, it, as soon as you make it a challenge, baby, it becomes viral. That's how viral content yeah. works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just got to toss that word on the end. That CH word, baby. Yeah. You're good as gold. You're viral. Once you say, I don't even want to say it. It's such a powerful (laughs) word. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to be that viral right now. We've already said it once, and our listenership has skyrocketed. Yeah. There's going to be, like, a a news article soon from, like, Vice. Meet the bad boys of podcasting who invented the bandit surprise. Yeah. Challenge. Sorry, oh I God. almost That's forgot. That's another challenge. million it listeners. Sounded so much, it sounded so much worse without the challenge. Yeah. The Bandit Surprise Challenge. Wow. And kids are going to go crazy for this shit. I think that's what the lesson is. We all need to, we need to bring in that element of surprise into our lives every day. You know, make every day yeah. a Bandit Surprise Challenge. In your life. Our voicemail line is wide open. You can give us a call 260 355 5713 or just keep asking us questions on Instagram. We love that. Yeah. Hashtag bandit surprise challenge. OMG So Random Hee Hee is written and produced weekly by Brian Anderson and Dirk Walker and can be found everywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen and give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at OMG So Random Hee Hee.